Ang cute yung face niya, cute para sa portion sa mga pisngi niyo. Hi everyone, it's Adrian Pangilinan and welcome back to Soul Supremacy where we talk about all things unapologetic, all things passion and in pursuit of. And we made it to another episode in the podcast in the show over here with my very, very lovely and exciting guest, Alan Segi, all the way from Mandaluyong City, which is where I was born, which is where I'm from. And our kapatid over here is, hey, let me pull up his bio because... I'm never afraid to say that I read off his by bi- people's bios. <laughs> so our kapatid over here is a photographer, a content creator of Alan Segi Studios, managing and creative director for Weekend Wanda is for the weekend wear for the wandering woman. Locally made and crafted with love. Yes. Y'all can't tell, but my heart is palpating just a little bit because the guest that we have over here to this side over here. Um, this person is actually um, someone that was uh, a part of my, when I was building up my channel, I remember I saw his YouTube channel and um, you know, that really gave me the motivation and then the inspiration to, to um, embrace being a freelancer because that was the first video that I saw from him was about <laughs> um, being a freelancer and, Actually, I just left my job, my uh, my second to the last full, uh, second to my last day job that I would have ever had, and so seeing this person's video, seeing someone who's Filipino, um, someone that I could really understand the nuances and everything, I'm super grateful for him. And not only that, he is really fabulous. He is an amazing content creator, photographer, and also the designer of Weekend Wanda from the Philippines. Without further ado. Alan Segi, everyone. Woo! Insert a no applause sound effect. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How's it going? How are you guys? Thank you so much, Aya, for having me here. Yes, of course. How are you, kapatid? <laughs> I'm all right. Ayan. It's currently 12.20 in the yeah. morning. It's really, really late. But I, know. I made sure to make time because I know that you've been there to support me ever since. So it's my way of supporting you. Today. Thank you. For, thank you for making time. And I'm... Um, Actually, before we get started, I just wanted to ask, um, are you guys still, like, at this point of recording, Kapatid, um, <clears throat> are you guys still on lockdown? In lockdown? Um, right now, they actually put um, additional numbers to the levels of lockdown. So right now, we're not so much in lockdown, but we kind of are. It's a bit of, like, it's a whole thing. But basically, we can go out, we can do the normal stuff, we can dine in, but there are restrictions. Ay. Sorry to hear that. Sorry. Sending ano, sending so much love and blessings your way. Pero dito naman sa San Diego, which is where I'm at, I mean, it's almost mm-hmm. the opposite. It's like, people act like it never happened. And I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> Kaloka kate. What happened to 16 o'clock? <clears throat> diba? Uh, that's so funny. Yes, that was a mixture of like being a claustrophobic. So let's just say na I'm definitely using my pagka introvert. <laughs> to yes, that at this point, yeah. Yes. Okay, so kapati, without further ado, let's get started. <laughs> that link, without further ado. I only have like a couple of like segues in my brain <laughs> to use. Pero... Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get started with the icebreaker questions. So my mm-hmm. first question for you is... Um, what are three things about you na... So when people meet you for the first time, what are some of the three things that they wouldn't normally know kapag when they meet you for the first time? 
Okay, that's a really good question. I thought you were going to ask me kung ano yung first impressions nila sa akin. Oh, so, they can say that too. Okay. So maybe I'll just start with that first. And, uh, and medyo kasi contradicting yung stuff because ang first impressions sa akin, um, people usually tend to think that number one, I'm a bitch. Number two, I am intimidating. And number three, like I'm just a snob or something. But when they really get to know me, they get to realize that I'm the opposite of those things. I'm actually a really, really warm person. So I don't know if it's the way I come across in person or I just don't know if I have that vibe. Can I? But it's I Yes. Um, actually, the past couple of episodes that I've recorded, um, yung, like some of the guests didn't know how to answer it. So they asked me what I thought of them because at some point okay. diba, we met for the first time. Even though we haven't okay. met, we crossed paths online and this is our first time actually having a conversation. <laughs> so thank you again. I know. I know. Two, three, three years later. Well, three years later. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yes. So to answer your question... Ahead. Yeah, yeah, so to answer your question about you, parang assumptions, iba naging assumptions video na to. Um, <clears throat> I would say, I think partly because it's really the way your your confidence is the way you carry yourself na parang it's, you're so sure of yourself na parang yeah. it's almost like those that <laughs> feel like like other people that may not, uh, you know, be there yet in some terms of their self-love and confidence mm-hmm. it can it, it i i admit i think it can feel intimidating to be next to someone parang, I pack. <laughs> diba? like <laughs> diba? It, it, it's almost like like a silver looking at a diamond wow diamond star <laughs> I, she said she really said i, 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 na, I mean there's, there's there's a contrast yeah. diba? there's yeah. there is that polarity na parang, but you know but mm-hmm. i think too from what i've heard from a lot of people na parang they say they've said the same thing too na once i know they get to know you na parang ay ano pala talagang we have more in common than we probably don't think we do diba so mm-hmm. yeah that's absolutely right yeah actually um i have a fa- well you know i'll just ask now anyways so so speaking of confidence um where do you feel like you get your con- where do you get your confidence from where san ka humuhugot where do you get it from or who <laughs> okay Maybe just, I've learned at a really young age to fake it till you make it. Maybe like, you know the saying, um, dress for the job you want, not for the job you're, like, you have. So oh, it goes the same. Yes. Goes, yeah, it goes the same for me when it comes to my mindset. Like, that I'm someone who's really confident, even if I'm not quite there yet. And it just registers as that. So you just have to have conviction. But I do feel like I am really confident. Um, in a sense, na, that's not too um, happy in a way. But I that's think not. I'm confident in a sense that I'm really comfortable with myself and I don't really actually give, like, you know, two Fs about whatever people yes. think about me. Because I'm really sure about um, yes. how I am as a person. I feel like yes. that's where it comes from. Yes. I'm, I'm so happy that you pointed that out because I feel like in my journey, well, like in my journey, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really realizing, I'm sure too with you, that you can understand that uh, at some point you just have to stop caring about what people think of you. Yeah. Like, and, and it all goes back to like, I think it's a part of our culture specifically. Mm-hmm. Maybe for me, parang iba lang yung timpla kasi nandito ako sa San Diego in, in, the, mm-hmm. in America. Na parang I didn't realize how much we as Filipinos are ingrained to people please diba yes. to parang okay lang parang uy okay lang put things under the rug 
Now, by default, we water our, we end up subconsciously watering ourselves down, our light, our confidence, diba? And and um, that I guess my point in that is um, so going back to confidence. Na ah, shoot, hold on. I, I, mean, I had it in my head. Hold on, confident. Oh, oh, caring about what people think. Caring, caring about what people think. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's there. But at the same time, the way I see it is, it's not our responsibility. I mean, yeah, it it can hurt, but they're just words, but It's like, okay, well, if, if that's what you think of me, but then well, not, there's nothing you can do about it because you didn't do anything to them. Right? As long as your intentions are pure, it's up to them yes. how they're going to Yes, whatever there you, you go. Yes. Yeah. And I think you made a really good point about being Filipino and how we were brought up. Because I feel like looking at looking back at it, um, I think we were trained at a very young age to sort of conform to what a good Catholic Filipino person should and shouldn't be. So I think that really gets in the way of um, discovering who you really are as a person and thus, yeah, watering down whatever, like, your self-expression. So, I yeah, really makes a lot of sense. Yes. And I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so no, my next question for you is, it's actually the original question, <laughs> so the first <laughs> question. Um, so what are three things about you know, um, for the newcomers, the new fans, yeah. new friends? What are some of the three <laughs> things that they wouldn't normally know about you kapag when they meet you for the first time? Nakilala ka. Okay, um, Number one, I'm busier than I actually am. Like, um, you know, we have a whole social media thing and I share my um, daily things on social media, but that's really only a percentage of that because the rest of the time I'm actually just doing the work. So I only spend very little time um, uploading stories and stuff like that. So I'm very much focused on work, except for the times that I'm procrastinating. And a number two, maybe... um, I do come across a little bit cold sometimes, and I understand that because maybe that's just my guards. But one thing that people um, discover later on from me, something that they don't know right off the bat, is that I'm actually, I know, really warm and really, like, I'm a girl's girl. I'm someone who's always there whenever you need me. Um, I'm someone who always offers help. So I'm that kind of friend. And another thing is I never flee. I never flake on friends. I never flake on family. Even if it's such a huge inconvenience for me, I'm really going to go to, like, whatever we plan. During that day, I'm going to be there no matter what. So I don't really cancel last minute. So this is uh, three random things. <laughs> and, we, and, and we love it. And I know that that's probably, not probably, but I know that's the reason why, you know, talagang... You found success in in what you're doing now because going back to that video that I referred to, um, it's yeah. it's been a while since I've seen it, but I just remember watching it or I found on YouTube it. I guess it was um, recommended because I was also going yeah. through the same thing, and mm-hmm. the details are kind of blurred. I really don't remember much about the video anymore except for the fact that you like just left your job and you, you, I just decided to quit. you just decide to leave which is what i did and just kind of seeing the person then to the person now that i'm you know very humbled and grateful to speak to uh, wow <laughs> yeah so i'm proud I'm, I'm proud over here i'm proud of you oh thank you yeah 
Okay, so speaking of that, we're actually going to go to a different random question. So what is your current comfort food to go? I mean, not to go, comfort but food. to to go to comfort food. Not in comfort food for takeout. What is your yeah. go to comfort food? Um, I love a good French fry. You know, you can never really go wrong. So okay. that to me is comfort. Potato <laughs> corner. Potato corner. Potato <laughs> corner. We, we, we have one here. Is it there's, really? There's one you know, here. Yeah, in, at the mall. Just, just one. Just just one. Just one though. But everyone, oh. like everyone, loves it. The Americans love yeah. it because they're like. What is this French fries place that like puts different <laughs> flavors? Uh, flavors you know, on the fries. <laughs> yeah. So watch and learn, Americans. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Take notes. <laughs> Take notes from the Filipinos. Did you say French? Did you say uh, just French fries or potatoes? French fries, right? Potatoes in general. I love a good potato. Do anything with a potato, and I'm down. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that healthier than rice? Or are they the same? I'm not really sure. It's, um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not very I, <laughs> The reason why I say that is because your body, your body looks good. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> I don't even work out anymore, but I think it's just, you know, just balancing everything. Just balancing of eating healthy or just, yeah, ba- I mean, just balance? Just balance in general. Um, only eat when you're not hungry. Sometimes indulge. That's okay. Yeah, it's 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 actually good that you pointed that out um, because I think a lot of times people have these expectations that you have to go super hard, whether it's into fitness or being a content mm-hmm. creator or whatever mm-hmm. your passion is, that you always have to like grind until you're yeah. like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> it's okay to take it easy. Yes, like balance. It's really it's really important actually. Like mm-hmm. don't don't shame yourself for needing to take a break because see, once you've rested, then you can go back and continue to do great work. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's really true. I actually did, did um, a piece about that um, in case our listeners and viewers aren't, uh, aren't familiar. I'm actually, I, right now, I'm a, uh, I'm a photographer and a social media person, but before I actually graduated journalism. So um, I did a lot of writing back then, and currently I'm still trying to pursue that in very little ways. So I did a piece about um, how taking breaks actually make you more productive. So maybe you guys could check that out on my social media. So yes, I know. Um, we're going to drop the link. That link will drop the link, link down below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have it. We're going to have it for reference. Um, yes. Okay, so my last question for the um, icebreaker question is, so if our kapatid over here, Alan Segi from Philippines, actually before, um, where, where are you in the Philippines? In Mandaluyong City, in Metro You're in Mandaluyong City? That's yes, where I am, that's where I was born. Like, that's where I'm from. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, parang hi ano mandaluyong. Yes. Okay, so our kapatid over here, Alan Segi from Mandaluyong City, Philippines, which is where I grew yes. up. I love in there. Um, so if Alan Segi were to have his own TikTok dance challenge, oh, what no. will <laughs> what will the first move look like? How would you start it? Just give us one move. 
Yes. How do you describe that? How do you describe that move for people that are tuning in in the other podcast that they can't see it? I might call it the shuffle transition. Yes, nakala ko ito when you started, I thought it was gonna be something else. Like, parang, push, parang may pumotok. How how old are you? Yes. Um, I I I feel like I know, but it's been a minute. I know you're like you're twenty, like twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say that. Okay. Track. <laughs> yes. No. No. The reason why I say that is because I'm like I'm like I'm a like I'm a fan. I'm a true fan because I've been following um oh, our our Kapatid's um journey since at least since that point of uh 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a while. It's been a while. Seven, and seven yes, years, right? No. Uh, three years. <laughs> I did 25 minus 18. That's how I got seven. No, no, no. Like three or four years. Yes, no, no. <laughs> like I was like, you can say that too. <laughs> um, sorry, that threw me off. I had like my thing in my head. And I was like, it's not seven. Three, no, just kidding. Ah. Um, 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 oh, okay. Now I remember now. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason why I point that out is because since at least that point of time, I've kind of mm-hmm. seen your journey and you've like grown so much. That's where mm-hmm. all the questions are inspired from. So I have a lot of questions. Uh, yes. Okay. okay so, okay. so on that note, our friends, viewers, kapatids, um, we are going to get into the main interview. And that was actually the best segue I've had because in my show, my segues are always awkward. Abrupt, no, no cohesiveness, but we did it today. So, my very first question for you, Kapatid, is who is Alan? Uh, wait, uh, there are a lot of ways to answer that question, but how would you want me to answer that? Like, on a personal note or um, just whatever? I, I say answer it the way that you want to answer, but if, but if oh. you're really asking me, I say... Uh, speak from the heart. Come from the heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alan. Alan. Who is he? Hmm. <laughs> um, this is your episode, This is your exclusive. Oh, exclusive. There you go. <laughs> exclusive scoop. Um, I would say that he is this passionate creative um, who has a story to tell and a message to spread. So, lakas makapasyon ko. Pero, I honestly believe that, uh, ano, yeah, I think that is me. Um, I'm a creative first and foremost. That's been my life. And how I said that I have a message to spread is just to spread love, to spread positivity on the internet, which is my main medium, medium right now. So, yeah, I guess that's the kind of person I am in 2021. Yes, I love it. Naging twenty. Yes, you. you know, kasi I, iba naman sa <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, I mean, no. That is no. That is a good point. We're like, uh, parang creatures, Pokemon's. <laughs> we're ever changing. We're ever changing. We evolve year by year. And 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 you know, so I like. I've actually never done this. Maybe I have, but I just don't. From the top of my head, I can't remember. But. I usually never interject what I think of a person when they describe themselves. 
But I think for this case, I think I've always, I've also seen you as someone that's very um, resilient, that's very strong, mm-hmm. um, someone who is um, uh, so strong, fierce. There you go. Those are the three things mm-hmm. that I feel like I want to also say to you as someone that's like, you know, from the outside. Uh, thank you. And that really means so much. Um, especially hearing from someone who's not me, it's always different. So I think that's a very good point um, or something to think about, like how you perceive yourself and how people, other people perceive you. It's totally different. <laughs> yes, it is. It's funny because you could think, what if it's the other way around? You could, you could actually, it probably sounds like, I'm just kidding. Um, what if someone actually thinks that they're like, Oh, ka, parang ganon. Tapos, people perceive them as like parang corona. Parang. <laughs> diba? uh, because in, in reality, talagang, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like perceptions. Perceptions are important. Yeah, perceptions. But it's funny, I was having this conversation with my friend that perceptions mm-hmm. are important, but it's not always reality, too. You know? It depends yeah. on who's looking at it. Yeah, people will treat you on how they perceive you as part of their reality. So yes. it's important to, I mean, of course, like parang when that happens, to 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 be able to look inside and be like, why why is it like that? And also recognize to that on the other side of that is also their their parang their lens, which mm-hmm. is what I wanted to wear, but the lighting is not gonna. Ah, uh, like, I put it inside. I was gonna wear it. It's afraid of the glare. Oh my god! Actually. This is random, but my comfort food, I, sh- I should have said that earlier, my to-go comfort yeah. food is like gourmet to you. Oh my God, that's such a Pinoy comfort food. I mean, you never go wrong with gourmet to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, now we're going to see. I can't be like out of that. Okay, so my next question for you is, um, I know that I've like said it over and over again, but if mm-hmm. you can answer this from your perspective, it would mean a lot. Um, from your perspective, how did we cross paths? What did it look like? Did I come off creepy? No, I'm just going to go ahead. You can <laughs> no, you were fine. You were sweet. Um, how did that come about? Um, I was doing it. I remember if anything, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, no, I'm really trying my hardest because um, I do remember you from the very beginning. Um, I started social media with not all the followers, as everyone does. Mm-hmm. And I really do appreciate all the people who are there from the very beginning. And you're definitely one of them. That's why So because you, I know you've been through this whole journey, whatever, with me. Mm-hmm. So how did I? Um, I was making videos and you were always commenting and you were always tagging and sharing my videos. That's the one thing that I remember very clearly. Because I always repost them and I always say thanks. I never miss an opportunity to thank those people. And Adrian was one of those. So I'm really appreciative of that. And it never came across creepy, didn't do anything crazy, or, you know, our friendship was kind of a little bit more on the encouraging side. We were just like, he was always the one who, like, I miss your videos, uh, make more. And then get to the next one, and I don't remember this very clearly. But maybe I, at some point, I was like, you were asking me, are you were telling me about starting your own channel, and I, I, I yeah. like, go for it. I have nothing to lose and everything to gain, and it's a great like, outlet. So that's everything that I can remember. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they, but they okay lang because uh, I mean I kind of put you on the spot too. It's like I actually don't think do <laughs> so. it's been. I mean, of course you're like you're so busy and it's like I'm just one of the many, you know. But also, uh-huh. so I just want to comment on what he said about encouraging, you know, because like <clears throat> as you can, you know, like um as Alan can relate to over here or resonate with at least, it's like being a YouTuber or that term. I I, I actually don't even I. I don't even say I'm a YouTuber because it feels, you know what I mean? It comes with its own connotation. Yeah. About, um, like, I just say I'm a content creator on YouTube. On YouTube. YouTuber because it feels, I mean, I admit, I think in the beginning I was like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber. And so I started to realize, I'm like, what is, like, what, what, what is the voice? Like, what message am I really trying to put out there? What am I trying to do with my platform? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so I just want to say thank you for that. Um, okay, so this, so at this point in the interview, we're gonna take a huge plunge. We're gonna take a huge dive <laughs> into a, <laughs> into your childhood, into your childhood, yes. because I'm curious. Because I, I've always believed that the person that we become are now is obviously heavily influenced by the way we grew up. Mm-hmm. So um, on that note, I want to ask you, how would you describe Alan? As a kid growing up, what was your childhood like? Mm, my childhood was very colorful. I lived in the province. Uh, I played with dirt. I played in the farm. I played in the field. Um, I had a lot of friends. Um, and my family was, they were fun. They were down for it. I was never really kept within the four corners of our home, they all was a kid who grew up on the streets, um, playing. So that was my childhood. But back then, um, I, had, I hadn't come out yet, so there was still that kind of restriction. Um, my childhood, I was crazy. And then when I became an adolescent, that's when you know the body starts to change, the mind starts to form. Um, you get to be a little bit more aware, a little bit more self-conscious. So I was very conscious as a teenager and then headed towards where I am now. I kind of just shed off that skin of being conscious. So leading up to, like, I don't care anymore. But uh, that's the kind of kid I was. It was a very colorful childhood. And um, I think that creativity actually sparked from there. Um, I had a lot of instances where, you know, um, tayo mga baguettes of the 90s. We grew up watching Art Attack, Art Angel, turning trash into art. So I think, yeah, a lot of that has to do with, a lot of my art now, or like digital siya, mm-hmm. has some sort of connection to that, making something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And making it look good, making it work. So... Yeah. Ayun na. Ayun siya. naman yung childhood mo? No one's ever asked me that question. Okay lang, no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version because it's, uh-huh. it's your episode. Pero, um, I think now looking back at it, as a 29, well, 29 to 30 now next year. Um, 29 year old. Cause I know it, like I def like at least there's two parts of it. I'll say because I moved here when I was nine, and then I've been here since then. 
But the part about the Philippines for me is always going to be special for me. It is very colorful. A lot of um, like humble beginnings. A lot of playing around. Like we actually lived in a house, but we also lived in a. Um, uh, so some of the I lived in M Cruz Street. M Cruz. Do you know where that is? No. M Cruz not familiar. Malapit din sa P Cruz. Yeah, I I don't. Malapit sa mental hospital. Is that still there? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think it's still there, but the question of that. Next time, next time, we must go field trip, kayo sa M. Punta kayo sa lugar ng bahay na. Anak ko din bahay, bahay. Ayos bahay ni Paklus sa online. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was really colorful and like it received so much love from my mom's side. So, and then moving here, where it was like it became the opposite. You know, like a lot of the um. I mean, I mean, not to say there wasn't love, but it was just like the dynamics were opposite. Like you know, like a lot of the OFW stories, like uh, like people who get homesick because it's really cold. It's really like people feel lonely. It's it, it's that you know. But thankfully, just like you, I turned my art into my inspiration. So that's why we're here talking because yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I want to create stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thanks for asking. I actually have one more, of course. I know, but I have one more addition. You know, um, the people who follow me online right now, they call me mother because I have this very like motherly intuition. I'm nakikita naman nila how caring I am towards. You're trying, yes, mother bear. Yeah, very that. That's actually the vibe. I'm always supportive and stuff like that. Very motherly. Um. Even for the things, some of the things, the things that the things that I show on social media, like um, decorating the home, doing the cooking, yeah. doing the errands, chores, stuff like that. Very lahat na amader talaga. And I think a lot of that has to do with my childhood as well. Um, I don't. Not a lot of people know this, but in elementary school, um, I was in a. I went to a Catholic school, a private Catholic school. Oh, they always gave an award for. Homemaker of the year. Homemaker of the year. Really? And they always gave it. They always gave it to the best in yung PLE or HELE, yung Home Economics and Livelihood Education subject. Mm-hmm. They always gave it to a woman, but during my graduation, they gave it to me. So that's like parang foreshadowing of the foreshadowings na. This is my destiny. <laughs> in acknowledge na. Oh. Well, not no, not actually. I wouldn't say just because of that, but also like, you know, how you described yourself as someone that is um, I, <laughs> not sure if you can hear the barking, but um, uh, someone who's nurturing, someone who is um reliable, someone who's always there. You know, that's I, I feel like that is really what this like. I feel like is someone who is maternal, motherly, mother. You, I'm just always there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, since you talked about school, that's actually a perfect uh, segue. <laughs> segue. That's a perfect segue. I'm just kidding. That's a perfect <laughs> segue to my next question. So, um, what did you go to college for again? You. you AB journalism. What is it? AB journal. AB journalism. What does the AB mean? Um. AB. Is it just called? I mean, I I mean, is it just called AB? Or I mean, I I've heard it before too, 
Andres yeah, Bonifacio. I don't know. Um, arts bachelor, I guess. I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. Because there are the AB subjects and the BS subjects. Oh, got BA. it. Yeah, BS yes, is Bachelor of Science, then yes. Bachelor of Arts. Arts, yeah. arts, arts of Bachelor, I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, because it's BFA Bachelors of Fine Arts in dance. Mm. So okay. in, in journalism. Journalism. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? No, no, no. no <laughs> I, well, yes, but also I wanted to ask. So, what made you um, go with that um, uh, um, degree? And then, nung pagkatapos, then what made you actually realize that it was content creation that you wanted to do? So, parang I guess it's a two-parter question. Yeah. Actually, I've, I've known that I've always wanted to be a photographer mm-hmm. or in visual media. Digital and visual. Not so much in the writing. In the print. Literature. I'm never that kind of guy. So, when I was in high school, I was the photojournalist of our school publication. Mm-hmm. So, I was a journalism back then because I was in the publication. At some point, I actually became associate editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. So, it was something I was good at, but not really something that I was really passionate about. Yeah. So, I was in Bicol that time. And then there was only... I didn't know that there was... A, I was looking actually looking for multimedia arts. But the course wasn't available. I'd have to move to Manila in able to pursue that. But I didn't. So I just stayed there and stuck it out. And I was thinking of a course that would have anything similar, relatively similar to what I actually wanted to do. So journalism, I was filling up the application. It's like, journalism, my photojournalism. That's close enough. Um, not knowing that when I enrolled first year of classes, they did the whole orientation thing and they explained the subjects. There was a subject called um, ABC, ABABC, BAABC, which means audiovisual communication. Yun pala yung like, equivalent ng multimedia arts. Dun sa school oh. na yun, in Bimo University. That was the first time I'm finding out about this and my mind was like, but at the same time, I didn't want to shift. Because I've already known and stuff like that. And, you know, when I do something, I just stick it out. So I just graduated. But on the side, I was still pursuing my photography. Um, in college, I was actually, I actually started my own production. So, when I started the commercial side of things, um, I was, I started in second year high school, maybe I was 16, 16, 17 years old. Um, I started my own production wherein we did. Um, wedding coverages, um, oh. we did yung mga debut, most of us sa ano, provincial yung mga 18th birthday. Oh, yes. We did weddings and all of the stuff, all of the events. So, I think dun ko siya nasimulan talaga technically yung commercial side. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Manila, I had, parang I already had work to show. So, mm-hmm. parang if I applied to like this brand, I think, or company, at least meron ako pakita na, uy, this is a photography I did in college, kahit hindi yun yung graduate ko, because that yes. was the that I wanted to do. Yeah, haba, no? <laughs> no, hindi. 
No, actually, mm-hmm. ano, I, I always, I actually always prefer kapag ano, detail talagang very conversational yung approach ng pag-explain ng ano. Because, kasi nga, ano, I mean, for me, I <clears throat> got my degree in dance. And then, <laughs> and then actually, that was shortly, when we met was shortly after I graduated. So parang, I, like, I, I, like, I literally had a change of heart when I was uh, doing my capstone and gumawa ko ng final dance piece ko, which literally became my final dance piece because I did it oh. for 10 years and sabi ko, like, like, I was scared. I was scared to admit na parang maybe I'm ready for something new. So then, yung video editing sa akin has always been like a, a thing that I've always done. I've always, actually, I've actually really wanted to get into filmmaking, mm-hmm. be director. Like, that's actually what I've always wanted, you know? So I felt like YouTube was the 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 best next thing for me. So um, so 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 you said that it it just felt organic for you to just parang segue into that part of your career now after graduating, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. But um, when I moved here, I actually my first job was a writer. Because mm-hmm. well, that was the thing that I knew people were gonna hire me for. So mm-hmm. I took a job as a writer. While I was there, um, I already had friends in Manila who were working with brands because I'm really into fashion. Mm. So they're already working with local brands. And then they know that I do the photography thing. They know I do the social media thing mm-hmm. as a hobby, but not as... I don't have a degree for it, but they know that I'm good at it. So they were the ones who actually were rooting for me or like making ways for me to you know, infiltrate the system be part of mm-hmm. the whole marketing mm-hmm. thing. So that's how I came across. Um, so that's how I entered, like, whatever I'm doing right now because of friends who believe in me. So, yes. yeah. Um, is that, so, so going back to the video, that the, that video that we keep talking about, the one where you talked about you just left your job, did it happen, yeah. like, from where you were at before you moved to Manila or were you already in Manila when that happened? I was in Manila when that happened. That was actually my second job. Yes. So I had quit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Please talk about it. I, I want you to talk about it actually. Okay. Because, because that's important. This is this is an important, I feel like, a very important part of your journey. So. Okay. So I did that video, which surprisingly, a lot of people have been coming up to me because <laughs> yeah. they've seen that video just now. Oh, wow. I mean, it's not a very popular video. It was my first video on YouTube, I think. Mm. Or tapos, people are coming up to me now na parang ko, Andrew, I had no idea na this was you. Because it's such a huge contrast to who I am now. Pero during that time, that was actually my second job. So I left my job as a writer and I did my first job as a, I was actually a content and community manager. So yan yung description ko, which was very vague. So <laughs> basically, whatever, yung, this brand just gave me all of the responsibilities so but there is silver lining to that um i did the job for only five months mm-hmm. i think but it felt like two years it was oh, a lot of work but no. that's okay because that's actually where i learned uh, how to do everything that's where i shot my first suit, studio photos that's where i first talked to influencers that's when i first like did most of the stuff or like mm-hmm. became part of the back end of a website. So even if it was very stressful, there is a silver lining to it. Yes. Na I learned a lot 
and I learned a lot not only on the um, technical side, but I've learned a lot of things about myself. Like, but oh my gosh, I was able to endure all of this for five months. All of the jobs after that were just easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Because I have something to compare to. So, yun yun, I was really stressed and I was just, I filmed that video, the, the next day, nung ako. Oh, wow. So, I did the video because I had nothing going for me. It was my first time freelancing. What was that moment? Time. I'm 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 sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. Um, what was that moment nung, nung parang nag-decide ka na mag-resign? Ano yung, what was that moment mm-hmm. na, na parang what made you what do made it? Na parang mm-hmm. moment um, na yun. Yeah. You know, di naman maiwasan like when you're in organizations or in companies to have friction with people in the Oh, yes. Oh. the insides. Uh-huh. And it just so <laughs> happened that I really did not like how my boss was treating me basically. I was under the we didn't really have a very big organizational charge. I, I ex- organizational chart. So like mm-hmm. the owner of the brand is here than all of us. So it was directly we were directly led by him. So I didn't like how loaded or I didn't like how much work they had to do there. Yeah. So I was just stressed out and, you know, I don't really want to talk negatively about um, people, but that's definitely the thing that pushed me. Yes. Yeah. To just go for it. I mean, anything to the point where I thought that anything is better than this. So yes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a quit. This ain't worth it. My hair is falling off. Ah. So I'm going to do something else. It was that bad. So it just so happened now when I resigned, I got my first freelance gig. And then from there, I was just like... <laughs> Ayun na. Ayun na. That was the start. That was the start. Management. It's really... I, I can relate. I, I think the reason why I really resonated with your video was I think that story that it's the management. That's... I mean, I, I, mean, I know I can do better. I think, you, you know... <laughs> But when it's the management, na parang they make it so hard for you to yeah. do your job and to actually, I know, but it's like, why <laughs> aren't we all yeah. aren't we all trying to like serve one purpose of, I know, like doing our jobs there and helping the company grow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's okay, it's okay because then I feel like both of us at that point, because I feel it literally happened to us at the same time, like more mm-hmm. or less, actually. Oh wait, no, just kidding. Mine happened a couple months later. Mine yeah. happened in August. I was like, bye. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. yeah um, okay, so I actually just have a couple more questions. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you again for being honest and being very uh, detailed. So, okay, so the last couple of topics I want to talk to you about is your uh, journey on YouTube and also to um, what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. What you're doing okay. now. Okay, so... YouTube. What what happened with YouTube? The direction I the direction I was on YouTube, like... Um, what happened with her? Um, I was there was a lot of things that happened between that time that I did that video and right now. Yes, yeah. Um, some of which 
Um, I have my own brand now that I'm managing. Yeah. I'm currently working multiple jobs. And then aside from that, I have my clients for freelance who I do photography for. And some I do like part-time brand managing them. So, ayun, YouTube was put at the backseat for mm-hmm. that reason. Um, I know I'm trying to prioritize where I make the most money. <laughs> no, okay, yes. Not really. I mean, yes, I para, para may, para may point, right? Right? I know me too. Oh, gosh. I have to go to work so after most, this, actually. <laughs> so, whichever makes the most money, that's where I'm going to focus my time on because yes. that's what's feeding me. That's what's putting money, uh, food on the table. Yes, um, obviously, as, right? Um, as a freelancer, You're never gonna. You're never gonna really know what's gonna happen tomorrow or in the next month or in the couple of months. So whenever there are projects right now, that's just where your focus is at to like you know do all of that. So YouTube was kind of put in the backseat, but um, now that I'm trying to make a comeback, we love it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying yeah. that. We're trying to test the waters. If and, I, and 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 that's all that matters. Back. Yes. Yeah. Mm. See where you're at. So, ayun. And also, I could, honestly, if I wanted to, I could have just done, like, the usual vlogs where I just do this and that for the entire day. But I'm not that kind of content creator. I like to put thought on the mm-hmm. videos that I make. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually prefer sit-down videos with topics aside or concepts aside from just, like, taking you about on a day, which I did on my last vlog because I tried yes. it out. Ah, so good. So, yeah. But hopefully, if I find more time, obviously, I'm going to want to I, I I have an idea for you, and and uh, did I back? Excuse me, that came out. Uh, sorry, I I have an idea for you, and I'm sure that you've already thought about it. Because for me, the reason why I started my podcast was because two years ago, naglasa ko ng two years na parang okay. But I was getting to the point na parang is it sustainable? <laughs> you know, and yeah. and it's is it sustainable? And for me, I was not earning any money from this, which. I think initially everyone that jumps onto YouTube is like, I'm going to earn money from this. But y'all, mm-hmm. let us tell you that's not the case right away. <laughs> but um, I wanted to create content that not only had more depth, but also easy to create and just put out. So which is this. Have you mm-hmm. ever thought about creating a podcast? Um, actually, no. Um, I'm a person who, well, I'm a very different person from who I was before. Back then when I was younger. I may have been a little bit more opinionated with than I'd like would have liked to be. Right now, I just keep to myself. I just, you know, whenever I get the time to just chill, I take it because life is very hectic right now. But a podcast is definitely not out of the table. We've actually been, I've actually been talking about this with my boyfriend who is right here right now. Hi, I, I heard of. Do you want to say hello? Yeah, we've actually talked about doing a podcast together. Yes. Hi, <laughs> glad to meet you. So I've actually discussed the concept of doing a podcast. But it's gonna be yeah, but it's gonna be his podcast and I'm gonna oh. or maybe our our podcast together. So maybe. Uh, oh y'all heard it, y'all heard it live over here on my podcast. Excellent. No. Yeah, sustainability, it's like uh, it's like I okay, so let me tell you what I do for my um 
it's not a day job, but thankfully I don't have to like go back to like working in a brick and mortar, like in a building mismo. Uh-huh. So I do nagdi-deliver ako. <laughs> so I do Uber Eats here, um, which okay. that's what it's called here. At talagang ang, yung kita ko, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I get to start one, like I get to start whenever I need to start. I get to, um, yung rates ko, it's actually madaming potential. Um, in other words, I just, I've earned more money doing this mm-hmm. and it actually crosses up a lot of my um, flexibility mm-hmm. than like any of the other jobs that I've had. And it actually helps me sustain as a parang filmmaker because that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Which is like what you've talked about with all the rackets, the, the other jobs that you're doing to help parang mm-hmm. keep your no, ecosystem going. Diba? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So my last question for you is for this main interview is can you please talk to us about how was weekend Wanda born? Because I know that I mean I it in my opinion it did really feel like it was like long time coming because of the aesthetics and all the the stuff yeah. that you were doing. And then I I still remember seeing that drop for the first time and I was like, Oh, there's something happening here, you know. So <laughs> yes, go ahead. Please talk about it. Yeah, okay. So here in the Philippines, a lot of the brands are actually very commercial. You know, they present it as it is. Like, if you make clothes, like buy this. So I wasn't really look. I wasn't really looking at a lot of brands that were honest. That's the word that I like to use because um, that's how we can want it to be. So I was working with. I, I don't think you guys know this, but. Um, while I was freelancing, when uh, during that filming of the video that we were always talking about during this, <laughs> I know, like yeah, um, more video. during that time, <laughs> yeah. After two years from filming that, I was I was freelancing, like you know, I was freelancing all throughout. But then there came a point where I was so bored. I was bored. I was bored in my mind. Mm-hmm. I was inside the house alone. Well, when you're freelancing and all of your friends have day jobs, you're almost always alone during the weekend weekdays. So mm-hmm. I'm just like. Sitting on my computer, um, I didn't have any projects then um, at this specific <laughs> yeah. point in time, and I was like so bored. So I tried to apply for jobs. So I did land a job. This um, this food company really mm-hmm. wanted me to work for them. So I was hired like in a week. So it was a good position. It was a good experience, and it was my first time working with food. Mm-hmm. But during that time. I was sort of tired. <laughs> Maybe this isn't for me because like I'm in food. But I did stick it out for eight months. That's the the, the food or the day job setting? Which one? The, Which one? Uh, no, the day job. It's actually day job um, in, a, in the food business. Mm-hmm. So I was working nine to five for this um, restaurant. I was um, in the marketing side of it. So, and before I gave up that job, I was thinking of something I could do to, like, you know, pagwalang racket, something that I could focus on. So that's actually how I came up with Weekend Wanda. It was entering summer, and I was thinking of something that I could do um, where I could create the photos, which was my main, like, you know, thing. Maybe. So that's a, a huge part of it for me. Aside from the selling of the clothes, it's actually the storytelling that's a huge part for me. So I made a brand. This was entering somewhere, and somebody what would be let's do some swimsuits, right? 
So we call it Weekend Wanda because weekend, because I do love my weekends. I love the big breaks. And then Wanda, it's because of the word wander. So oh. we make weekend wear for the wandering woman. Yeah. So it's all, all W's. And it's all about travel, like seeing the world, stuff like that. So while I was doing it, you actually nagano sa akin na parang siya alis na ako dito because I want to wander, I want to see the world, you know. <laughs> so I did that, and surprisingly, it was really good. People resonated with it because, as I said before, not a lot of brands during that time, at least, were really honest with like their intentions, why they made the brand. Not a lot of brands here in the Philippines were transparent. Na Um, not a lot of brands were eco-friendly or just environmentally conscious. And Weekend Wanda was that brand who really thought about those things. Because I said to myself, if I'm going to make a brand, I'm going to learn from all of these past jobs, whatever the things that I'm not going to do it for. Yes. You are, no, you are solving. I, I think that's the thing you're saying now, which is, a lot of successful brands, they solve their own, they, they were solving problems by creating their own mm-hmm. stuff. So that's the problem you're solving is the um, integ- integrity and honesty through transparency. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I think that's what it's all about. But that's entirely what the brand stands for, actually. So that message resonated with a lot of people and until now, the brand is still going and we're launching our sixth collection. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. It's coming next month. Uh, this is already working on it. Have you guys Six done a, in two years? I'm so, uh, sorry. Have you guys done uh, many like live runways? Like or no, uh, it's mo- mostly online, sold online. Mostly online. Okay. Yeah, we don't really do the whole runway stuff. We don't really do the physical store stuff because it contributes a lot of waste and it's Oh yes, no, of, it does, yeah. Yeah, so we just do everything from our little office and ship out everything. So yes. something we're really proud about is we don't use any plastic in our um, packaging, as in zero plastic. Wow. It's all organic. Wow. Yeah. Something I'm really proud about. Yes. As as it really should because I think just kind of like wrapping this up, like everything that you've been through, just kind of like the, all the different like lanes, doors, lane source. It's it's mm-hmm. like a maze, but this yeah. it led you to this simple idea, being in a flow state. Na parang oh, I have nothing to to do with my time, but what can I actually do and maybe kind of give that back to the world? Then that became in the form of weekend Wanda. Yeah, and it actually connects to the first question that you asked. Na Who, who is Alan? Sustainable. So, Shout out. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> who is Alan? Sengi? Like, parang a creative. What well, type of creative? Who has a passion for, like, you know, and then a passion creative who has a, mes- a message to share. Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing that message through everything I do, including the brand that I make. So. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle moments. I know. <laughs> wow. Whew. My lighting's been horrible here, but it's okay. I'll live. So, Kapatid, <laughs> I have. Um, so, I'm gonna ask you before the closing question. My final mm-hmm. question for you now is: um, 
what can we look forward from you? So I know that um, it seems to be that you've really um, matured and really taken like a like a diff- like like you're taking a different route. Is I think what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. because you started off as someone that was um, really wanted to be in front of the camp, at least in terms of a video, and then now mm-hmm. you've like kind of taken that and ran with it in your own brand, but also being the face of your. Um, of Alan Segi Studios. So besides, I mean, I guess even with that, like what can we look forward from you? Um, other projects, exciting things that you're excited about. Things that you're excited about. I said that backwards. Yeah. Okay. With, I don't know if this is a coincidence or anything, but you've mentioned the word segue a lot during this interview. I did. And That's what I struggle with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My boyfriend's looking in here right now because we were like developing this idea earlier. Um, for the longest time, I've wanted to do a menswear brand because we can modernize all women's wear. So I wanted to do a menswear brand, and we've actually finalized the name earlier today. Wow. And um, this is the name that we came up <laughs> yes, yes, bitch. Yeah, it's not, it's very it's relatively close to my last name and uh, last name Segi. So I wanted to call it Segway. Uh, and it's a Filipino brand that blurs the line between home and femme. So it's menswear, but the clothes are very feminine. Like androgynous. Yeah, so you know that's something to look forward to. Yeah. And maybe the I know the next weekend one the collection is coming. We're actually shooting it next week. So uh-huh. ayun, some more projects, maybe. That's wow. So ayun, nothing major. Well, I don't know, like, <laughs> nothing major. Nothing segue. Nothing segue. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Cause actually before I know, I just want to point out that I think this episode is gonna come out. I think it's going to come in November. Okay. November So, I, I mean, I think, mm-hmm. do you, is that going to be, like, when is it going to come out? Or do you guys have a launch date yet or no? Oh, yeah, no, I don't have a launch date yet, but we're already okay. sampling the clothes. Actually, okay. Some right here, if you want to see it, I can go. Oh! Sure. Like first exclusive! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, this is just a very simple, like, thing that came today. It's just the, it's the first sample, so ah! <laughs> it's really it's really small. Oh wait, wait, what is it? Hold on. It's like a bra top, but it's for men. So oh my gosh. No, I don't see a lot of local brands doing that yet. Mm-hmm. So I always like to challenge, like or or do stuff that isn't being done here. Yeah, yes. just yet. I know it's being done a lot in other countries but here not so much so this is what it looks like wow so oh you can goodness. put it like over a shirt or maybe it could just be shirtless something you can wear to the beach with some jeans and no, i don't know if I'm wearing it. so wow. we can just like that. then it's gonna be it's gonna come <laughs> in black and like you know, nice colors then you can i i it. i feel like that'd be nice uh as a as a neutral i feel like i see it as a nice like shade of brown like a yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, look the yeah. same color as your hat right now. Yeah, but I uh, know we can't wait until I uh, know the time <laughs> comes that you guys start shipping internationally because I know that people yeah. here, oh my goodness, they would they that style, I know they would love it. So 
Hopefully, we can do shipping international. Yes. Claim mo na. Claim mo na te, International yes. one day. There you go. Okay. Yes. So, we have made it to the last um, part of this interview, which is what I call the closing section, with this um, final question that I will ask you. So, um, thank you again for being here. Super talagang kakataba sa puso. And that question is, what is the legacy that, Alan, that you would like to leave behind? <laughs> so legacy ka agad, no? Um, what legacy? That's a very... Memorial. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just wanna uh, put a stamp in the world. Um, one day at a time, I'm trying to do it. Um, just trying to spread, spread kindness, positivity. Um, if there's something that I want to be remembered for, Maybe it's hmm, being those being one of those people, especially like I'm being very specific to where I am right now in the Philippines. Being one of those people who was never afraid to talk about things that may seem taboo or uncomfortable to talk about. Um, if, during the time that it was uncomfortable to talk about, so I've always been a part of that conversation. So. If people were gonna remember me, I think that's the thing that I'm gonna be remembered for. I don't know if I don't want to say he paved the way, but he was one of those people who were paved the way. Ad- <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> the, that's <laughs> the only thing. Paved the way. But yeah. yeah. advocating this before it was mm-hmm. cool. Yes, so. part of the revolution. Yeah. Huh? revolution. Yes, very <laughs> Yay. We made it. Kapatid, where can people find you? So now that we made it to the end of the show, um, yeah, and now I'm sure lots of curious. <laughs> go ahead and follow. Drop the plugs. Go. Okay. Go ahead and follow me on my social media. Everything is at Alan Segui. A-L-A-N-S-E-G-U-I. You can go check out my photography work at alansegui.com. My YouTube is youtube.com slash alansegui. Instagram.com slash alansegui. And go ahead and check out my... Uh, brand, which we talked about earlier, Weekend Wanda at weekendwanda.com. So, that's me. Yay, thank you so much for being a part of the show. All the way from the Philippines, I know at, at this point of recording, it's like past one, it's like past one a.m. Mm-hmm. there. Um, <laughs> it means a lot to me for me to be able to connect with, you know, my um, people from my motherland, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, this means a lot. So, Everyone, this is Soul Supremacy, where we talked about all things in apologetic, all things passionate and in pursuit of, and we made it to another episode again. We finished it. We made it to the end. And thank you, guys. We'll see you next Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Bye. Thank you, Kapatid. This podcast show is a product of Studio Penguin. For more information about advertising, please visit www.adrianpenguino.com.